You're listening to the Batuta Advocates Weekly News Wrap on Desert Rock FM 96.5. It is the Batuta Weekly Bulletin. You know what it is. Um, You've probably got us on automatic alerts. Shout out to the diehard listeners. Thank you for being with us all these years. What number did this be? Something in the 300s? 289, actually. 289, nearly at the 300s. Interesting. Yeah, it's been an interesting transition. We've migrated audiences across to this wild new medium. A lot of people have joined us, uh, tied rises together, and um, the fact of the matter remains, we're still writing 10,000 words a week on the Batuta Advocate, which we are relaying directly into your ears right now. I'm Clancy Overall, editor of the Batuta Advocate. I'm joined by Errol Parker and Wendell Hussey. How are you, gentlemen? Yeah, not too bad. I just thought I'd kick this uh, podcast off with a reading from the Bible. This is Mark chapter 3, verse 5. Yep. And he looked around at anger with them, grieved at their hardness of heart, and said to the man, stretch out your hand. He stretched it out, and his hand was restored. What's that about, like healing? In a condensed version, the point of the Ten Commandments is to honour God and man. Mm. Uh, The Mosaic law explains how to worship God and respect all others. But instead of giving priority to God and others, uh, the prairies give priority to laws and the sacred laws. So... um, Open to interpretation. Yeah, I guess. open it's to interpretation. Shout out to the real ones, though, that have stuck with us for 289 episodes. We're not going to fucking Channel 10 project you. Uh, your beliefs are your beliefs. And uh, one thing I will say is, apart from whatever just came out of Errol's mouth, God left this part of the world a long time ago. So um, we're entitled to... Uh, so you are going to project them. It's not true, though. He's, he's ever-present. Well, he has that giant aeroplane hangar with that bloke with bleached teeth with a jumbotron yeah. behind him. Well, look, he he lives as much inside you as those ringworms did. As you can see, uh, Errol's gotten on top of his drinking... Um, and it's it's you know it's bringing a, a new positive vibe to the office. He's um, edgy though. He's uh, he's on edge. He's on edge, but he's found his <laughs> almighty. Um, what's the word they use in AA? I, I should know. I've been a new vice. No. Yes. <laughs> Jesus is my vice now. It's for all um, shapes, sizes, walks of life, religions. Maybe I was going to the wrong one. Um, I got caught up in something else. <laughs> anyway. anyway. Uh, Good times. Um, thanks for that, Errol. Let's get on with the news. Yep, yep, yep. We shall. Um, look, they tried to warn us last year. It's a slippery slope. It won't be easy under Albanese. We heard it all. We were warned. And now the piece of shit communists in charge of our country are scrapping super tax breaks for the last people we should be worrying about. Yeah, in news it shouldn't surprise anyone, this new Labor government have shown themselves to be the Reds under the bed, Wendell. The Albanese government and this piece of shit communist front bench they have have vowed to scrap tax breaks for the 0.5% of Australians who have more than 3 million Australian pesos in their superannuation accounts in three years' time, of course. Yes, only a year in the government and their feral communist behaviour begs the question, what will they come for next? That's the real concern here. It might not seem like much now, but these are hard-working people being taxed double for no reason other than the fact that they have over $3 million in their super accounts. When will this madness end? And that's the other thing as well that um, the likes of Matt Canavan have pointed out. If inflation continues, $3 million is, you know, it's going to be a lot bigger than 0.5%. Yeah, mate. Not for me. I mean, I think inflation will take my... $13 to probably $25, $26 in super by the time sure, we get to 20 Sure, but look, as they say in the good book, Wendell, 
you've got to serve somebody. And for people like you, and, and for people especially like you, Clancy, you, you beach house owning, yacht driving. It's a, a lake house. But elite, yes, look, look, you have to pay your fair share of tax. Absolutely. I know. And real Christians would say that. And, and maybe Albanese, you know, he has got a good lick of the... Um, Good look at the Lord in him. Well, you know what they do say in the church, though, is that we pay double GST. We pay the goods and services tax and we pay the God service tax. So I give 10% of my income on top of the stuff that I already pay in GST to the church. Which strain of uh, Christianity has uh, has got your uh, constituency? Well, look, at, at, at the moment, I am at uh, the Sunrise Church in Lake Batuta. Um, we, uh, That's the aeroplane hangar I was talking about. It's an enormous venue. It is a, a bit of a catch-all for people who, uh, you, you, you know, go through something. I think we'll just pull like it out there, Errol. I don't think we need you putting that drinking, sort of stuff um, on here. Errol, it's good to see a return of the progressive Christian. We've got a not very Christian story to follow up with, so we'll get sure. into it. Coles and Woolworths bragging about record profits has meant that a local man no longer feels guilty about stealing meat. Speaking to the advocate under the condition of anonymity, the meat bandit was raised a good Catholic and he said he always felt a little bit guilty about stealing meat from the supermarket. However, after Coles and Woolworth started bragging about the billions they're fleecing from farmers and everyday Australians, he said he no longer feels guilt. Yeah, he says he's begun stealing meat to give his neighbours, um, as well as obviously avoiding paying the 40 bucks for steak himself. And obviously he's got a number of methods involving the brown onion trick, uh, big raincoats, backpacks mm. and so on. You know, I don't condone this, but I understand it. And at least he's helping out his neighbours. So Yeah, the general sentiment in the comments as well. Good on was, your brother. Was very much fuck Coles and Woolworths as well. True. Duopoly, um, mate. Busted up. What's next? Yeah, we've got a story about a balding mate who has been pretty vague about why he's incorporating Turkey into his Euro trip. Yeah, I don't think he's going there in his capacity as a fireman, this bloke. Yes, the reasonably... Yes, I don't think he's going there to do any aid work, if you know what I mean. The reasonably well-liked, without being loved, Batuta Heights man named Kerid Berrigan has this week refused to answer questions about his upcoming European holiday. He played a straight bat to his mates after being asked why he was spending over a week in Turkey. Obviously, it's a lovely country and Istanbul is the jewel of West Asia. But questions have been raised about whether his retreating hairline had anything to do with his obscure itinerary that saw him visiting the cosmetic and hair follicle surgery capital of the world. After deflecting for the majority of the pub session, he eventually snapped before getting the sulks and effectively ending the topic of conversation. Yeah, he did have a big sulk. Now, we're going to finish up with a positive story. It's a nice feel-good one. There was a wedding on the weekend, and not a single dry eye was left in the house after a local bloke used chat GPT to craft the most beautiful wedding vows ever. Yes, a Batuta Ponds man wowed his friends and family this weekend past with an incredible speech at his wedding. 32-year-old Tom said he was initially nervous about having to craft the speech given he's not the best public speaker and doesn't have a way with words. His own admission, by the way. Well, he turned to uh, chat GPT, as many students and uh, illiterate people are around the world, and he was immediately presented with the most beautiful, heart-wrenching passage of text he'd ever read in his life, knowing immediately he'd stumbled upon an absolute gem. And it went off without a hitch, he said, until he decided to speak to us and his new wife learnt about the corner-cutting behaviour from Tom. But that was his call, so what can you do, mate? What can you do? Anyway, thank you for listening to the Batuta Advocate Weekly Bulletin. 
We love you all. See you for Eb290 next week. God loves you. Thank you.